Hey, Pride fam, get ready for a brand new episode of Pride Pride the the Podcast. Podcast. Featuring special guests, content creators, and TikTok sensation, Pride House LA. So grab yourself a treat and take a little time to hang with Pride. Pride the podcast that was Jojo Siwa's new song Dance Through the Day. I love that. I love I that. I love that. I'm so excited because speaking of Jojo Siwa, we have Pride House LA as our guest today. Yes. Oh my god. So, so excited. Happy, so happy, but before we get to them, let's talk about us. I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. <laughs> I'm Ashley Mitchell. And I'm Darrell Anthony. And always a special shout out to Rehab Entertainment. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. What's Happy been going Pride on? Month, Happy Pride Month! Well this, well, this should also be very iconic because this is the first time that we've all been back in the room together. Yeah, it's true. We've been doing virtual, as you guys know. COVID has been amping up. We've been trying to be incredibly safe, mm-hmm. and a lot of us have been traveling and things, but we are finally back in the same room to bring you Pride all month long. Well, actually, all year long, but especially Celebrate this Pride 365. Yeah, it's us. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's been good. So what's been going on? Brayden, let's, let's talk on? to you, because I feel like you've been out and about. Out and about, but I haven't. I've been isolated because I had a COVID scare. Obviously I'm vaxxed and boosted and troosted and coosted. Mm -hmm. But last weekend or the weekend before, exposed to COVID what have you. And then that following Tuesday, I started feeling so tired. Um, So I tested myself twice, was negative. Anyway, long story short, I tested myself seven rapid tests, one PCR, all negative. Oh my gosh. But I've never experienced the symptoms in my entire life. The only way I can like compare it to is when I had COVID, uh, sorry, when I had mono years ago. Oh yeah. When I was like so tired, literally like peeling myself off the couch to go six inches to my bed. Like it was, it was really bad. So I don't know what it is, but I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow to do some blood work. And That's if they good. tell me to quit drinking, I'm gonna say, "Go fuck yourself." Happy Pride. Uh, Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> Gay rights. Anyway, Gay rights. Gay rights. That's that's what I've been doing. I started a new job, and everything's everything's great. Yeah. Some dragaritos. Thanks. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. What have y'all been doing? Not a damn thing. Working. Mm-hmm. You were just in Texas. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Right. Yeah. I went for my nephew's uh, high school graduation. It mm-hmm. was super cute. Got to see the fam. I uh, got to finally meet Gino, the new Yes, the baby. cutest little thing. Yes. He He's got cute. two little teeths coming in now, his little Aww. bottom teeth. So he looks kind of like a backward... Llama? Rabbit. He looks like a llama. Oh, yeah, then yeah. No, llama. Cusco. <laughs> That's his spit. Careful, his spit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. Um, got to spend time with the fam, and then came up right back here, got back to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one day Adam went, it was going to work. Adam gets his ass up and fucking works. Mm-hmm. Hello, Kim. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, I ain't doing nothing. Just working. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no changes over here. Belly's still out. <laughs> no, not the belly. Buns out, sun's out. Happy Pride. Okay. <laughs> Happy Pride. Pride. Okay. <laughs> you, Drill, can you tell us anything? 
Um, I can kind of hint around at some things. So, um, I am going to be going on a new journey very soon. Okay. Um, so where like, I'm going to be... No, we're no, all going on a new I'm journey, not, Darrell. I'm not <laughs> fucking done. Brayton. We're back at the table, guys. We're back at the table. <laughs> right. Um, so I am going to be writing, uh, for a TV show very soon. <laughs> I, I cannot talk Pride about... the series. I can't. Pride I can't. We're back. <laughs> Season three, you've been waiting a while. No. no um, so I am going to be doing something very exciting, very near and dear to my heart. I'm super excited about it. Um, you know, this is the... I've, I've worked for this for a very long time, I'll be completely honest with you. And while I am terrified, I'm excited for this opportunity. And when I can tell you guys the name of the show, I will. But, um, yeah, keep an eye out on my Instagram because I'm sure I'll be able to say something at some point soon. Yeah, you've been yeah. dropping little, e- uh, little Easter I've been, eggs. I, I've been dropping Easter eggs, and I've been dropping one very clear Easter egg that the people who know me are like, we know exactly what that is. Right. Um, you know, so uh, time will tell when I can... Talk about it. Keep a lookout. Keep you a know, lookout. slide yeah. in Darrell's DMs and and and. Yeah. Yeah. Show him your dick and he'll let you know. Oh, I mean, uh, happy pride, <laughs> happy fucking pride. Yeah, right. Asking you know, honestly, so I saw something funny today on Instagram about that all gay people should have free rent for the month of June. They should. And I agree. I think that we should have. Why? Free rent. I thought Pride was three sixty five. It is. So it you is. want it free out here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're I, not gonna pay. Yeah, no. This year's rent. This year's rent. This year's But there are some people who said that they really ain't paying rent, and yeah. I feel like now the landlords. Eric Adams, sorry y'all, I had to get, I got real mad because he's defending the land, like he's coming in and saying like, if you have not paid, or you have hardships, he, they're a they're a <laughs> Did y'all vote for him? I did not vote. I, I, Brayden, I voted, I voted for Maya. She oh, I think I did, but then I, I don't think, think I, I did. I, I, I wait, they, we did the um ranking. like ranking. Y- yeah, but y'all he wasn't even. Y'all didn't do the back no. of the sheet. Right. I think I oh yeah, me and Adam didn't do the back of the sheet. So I don't think my vote counts. Y'all are the reason Republicans. No, I got home. I got home. I said, y'all get the back of the sheet. Those questions were crazy. I was like, what back of the sheet? And I was like. Oh, um, nobody told us. You I, don't flip just like a menu. You always look on the back to see what else they got. I oh. thought I did, but no. Okay. Yeah, and we do well. check the back of menus, right? Right, but not <laughs> right. that. Well, the cocktail menu. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, so, so Eric Adams is shucking and jiving. He's shucking and jiving. Uh huh. Talk about it, Adam, because tweet him and ch- sh- that you know. He's no, like, I'm already on a like <laughs> probation. orange level. Oh yeah, right. Right. I don't need to. Get Elon Musk said, "Let's watch him." Yeah, right. And let's check so his. So did life. he like back out? Right. No, Twitter came and said, "Like, hold on, maybe not." They're like still in communications about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know what I did here today, though. Mm. No Tino shade, all, all, tea, pink all shade, pink all pink lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> um, I can't reveal a source, but an inside source. <laughs> we gonna get our sound back one day. <laughs> um, so an inside source told me that the Supreme Court is going to reveal a final decision in the Roe versus Wade leak that happened a few weeks ago. They're gonna mm-hmm. reveal a final decision either June 20th or June 27th. So, gird your loins. And that Damn. happens to be the, like, national observance of Juneteenth, the mm-hmm. Monday following. Of course. And then also during Pride, mm-hmm. like, the mm-hmm. ultimate Pride final weekend. So, I think they're trying to, like... Also, Sunday, that Sunday's Father's Day, ironically. They're trying to deflect <laughs> and, like, skirt it under all of the mm-hmm. news. And mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's scary out here, y'all. It's scary in these streets. It's... 
very scary. I mean, with all that's going on politically, all these shootings. I was just going to say it's scary, but at least we're not going to public school. It don't matter if it's public school nowadays. It, no, it's it doesn't a, matter. It, it doesn't matter if it's a, a hospital was just shot a up. Hospital, yeah, yeah right. like it doesn't matter. We can't go anywhere without fearing for our lives. I mean, the other day, Darrell and I were like, "Should we come up with a like a pride plan? Like when we're going to like out and like to the parades? Should. Like we should we come up with a plan? Should. Like a, a call or text chain or <laughs> like <laughs> right, right, an SOS? <laughs> like maybe we should learn Morse code? I don't know. Like yeah, I think that's a good idea. We need to become secret it's agent. Sad. It's well, sad, but... you remember when we marched? Um, what was it? A couple years ago for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. they told us, "Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, but like numbers on your arm. Like, so if you, yeah, if you were to get arrested, legal aid, you were to get arrested, like, call a contact that you, you know, yeah, that's whatever. right. I forgot. I mean, yeah. but unfortunately, what we're, I mean, that's true too. But what we're asking to write is identification and yeah. possibly sonic speed under our shoes so we can run. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where we are kind of scared. I mean, we have saw the most recent attacks be against black, elder black people. Um, and there were some young black people as well. I was going to say, you're just black people. But, but black yeah. people in general that were murdered mm-hmm. um, in Buffalo at the supermarket tops. And then we also see children who were most if not all Hispanic and yeah. Uvalde who were murdered so it does it's very very clear that they are going after these marginalized groups these groups of people who are very different and we're seeing very similarities in a shooting now people want to focus <clears throat> on the fact because I, I don't want your tweets you want to focus on the I fact do. that, that, I'll, the, I'll that the shooter in Uvalde was Hispanic as, as well you know there's rumors going around about his sexuality and that he was confused and he was abused and all of that but I mean it went through an abuse if we're going to go with that through a, a white system. Mm-hmm. And it was flagged several times. And what happened, the shooter in Buffalo was also flagged. So we do have to acknowledge that something isn't hitting law enforcement, which is why I defund the police. Because if you're not taking that into consideration, these flags, then doesn't even matter to report somebody for being... people. These shooters are coming and telling you, hey, we're about to do this. Yeah. And people, there are those are the flags. And they're like, oh, well, we thought they were just making jokes. Where are the jokes? Because that's not a joke. Just about every shooter, they tell you. Like, there's not really a shooter that's, that's the whole just point. like... They comes want up. the attention. Right. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Like, that's what and they say. What I want to know is what were the Uvalde like school police and I think Uvalde police town police town police were doing for Nothing. approximately fifty minutes. Nothing like an hour. Or, they like didn't want to go policing in. other people. They didn't want to go in. Get their they, they were like trying to determine if it was an active shooter or a passive shooter or some bullshit. And then the citizens of Uvalde was like, "Give me your rifles to the yeah. police. Yeah. Give me your guns. I'm going into the school." Like they were just mm-hmm. bullshitting around. And people were getting arrested because they were being detained because mm-hmm. there was the border police there. So you had an attack on an attack of Latin American like people like that. They were and being it was just so yeah. convenient that Border Patrol were just in the neighborhood mm-hmm. when all this happened. Just so convenient. So they showed up to to quote unquote de-escalate. They ain't done shit. No. No, there was no de-escalation. I just don't know what we can do Nothing. like that that is that is what no, we can't do something <laughs> well for us because we have our voices thankfully with this yes. podcast that we can tell people to get out there and vote mm-hmm. and vote the republicans out of office because clearly they're evil on this planet and it's it's proven in the state of texas specifically that not many people vote because they don't think they can they can change yeah. mm-hmm. anything so if people like get this under their 
gumption and get out there and vote mm-hmm. no matter the oppression laws and the re-gerrymandering of the maps and whatever. Just get out there and vote and hopefully something mm-hmm. I was I was reading an article because, you know, a lot of people's arguments for having, like, guns and wanting to hold on to them are like, oh, I need this for protection to, like, in case a bad guy comes around. I'm like, but I've yet to hear an example of when that has worked out. Yeah, you're like, the where, bad guy. Yeah, where are all the people with that have guns in Texas that, right. you know, that to prevent these kinds of things like you're not acting you don't plan to actually use your gun you just want it for some weird selfish like human rights that like i i just don't get it i I, 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 what it is i think is people have used the excuse of like i need a gun because Mm -hmm. my rights are being infringed upon Uh so this is the one thing that constitutionally uh-huh. I have a right to. You can't take this away from me. Uh-huh. But we can't have free speech. I was gonna say, can you right. imagine all of the humans in the United States whose rights are actually infringed upon and they have yeah. guns? Mm. We're gonna take the Republicans down. Right. Right. You never see, like, because a friend of ours, friend of the pod, Io, was bringing up you don't ever see like a gay person cr- commit a mass murder like yeah. this. You, yeah. don't, you don't see Like, what rights are infringed upon? I mean, all of right. There's one. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, for the gun holders. My there's... my boss from for uh, so not Soledad, but my direct producer. Uh, she's from London, mm-hmm. and she was just like. I don't know if it's like she was like I can't relate to this like American ideal of like always fighting for these like rights and she was like I just don't get it like it's not it's not like that over in the UK well yeah because Americans fled the UK to have their own rights mm-hmm. that's where it comes from yeah but I'm talking about these rights like these the stupid rights yeah, yeah stupid that rights. she was like I don't understand like the mindset that's how my of, of um, Americans and like how we react to things and it just doesn't make sense angry. she was one like it's just not like that one of my places. coworkers, Sam uh, is the same way because he's from London and he's just like we don't have a gun we don't have that problem yeah he's like so like it's just he us. Said, like the fact that we're fighting about guns he said that that's not a problem mm-hmm. um, you know it is to be noted that obviously this is a six year um, I don't like using the word anniversary but the six-year marking of the Pulse uh, massacre that happened mm-hmm. in June 2016. Was and six years ago? It was. And wow. to speak out, uh, Senate Majority uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell told reporters nobody wants terrorists to have firearms. However, mm-hmm. when a bill came down that would have given the Department of Justice the ability to deny the, fi- the transfer of firearms or the issuance of firearms and explosive license to known or suspected dangerous terrorists, it was put to a vote. Mm-hmm. It fell along party lines with the exception of one vote. One vote. Mitch McConnell was one of the 53 Republican senators who voted no, and it was his who was the final vote who took it to the no, like who wouldn't even let it pass. So Mm -hmm. I think that when, you know, these Republicans are speaking out and, you know, um, somebody, you know, I love listening to and hearing from uh, Sonny Hostin, they were talking about The View, and unfortunately... People have to actually have it happen to them for them mm-hmm. to move on. I know um, Tamara Tamara Maori, yeah. who uh, was a host of The Real previously. She's very much, uh, you know, was, was was seeming to be foregone and all that. And then her niece, her husband's uh, niece, so her niece by marriage was killed in a shooting, and it changed. And I think that there are a lot of people who are only going to change on this. Unfortunately, when they have an experience happen to them, but it shouldn't have to be that way. You yeah. shouldn't have to have an experience because I quoted, I don't have a gun. I don't, and but my grandmother is a licensed gun owner. Like they have guns and stuff, but yeah. they are See, very, they're very, they're very responsible. Mm-hmm. And I don't, 
I don't. I know things are wrong. I know what's right versus wrong, and it seems like that right now the world, especially the Re- Republican Party, feels like it needs to happen to me in order for me to understand it or to feel it. Same things when it comes to their kids coming out. Same things when it comes to someone being having an abortion and all that. I mean, we heard Tommy Lahren speak on. She's like, I see no issues with abortions. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we found out later. So it's, it's all about control. Yeah. They just yeah. are, we're the puppets. It's a control issue. It's a, and they, the reason they're getting rid of abortion is because they want us to continue having babies and getting poor and staying mm-hmm. poor. Mm-hmm. You gotta and, have your worker bees. Right. And then now, of course, they're not taking away guns because it controls the population to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just... One nation under guns. Uh, no, it's, it's it's crazy. But, you know, we have our youth that are coming up that are going to continue to be able to help us, like, get to a better place. And mm-hmm. if they live. If, so. if, if they live. And, you know, I mean, I understand that because, I mean, what happened to Uvalde was crazy. You and know, and, and Sandy Hook was, was crazy. It was 80 miles from San Antonio. And, the, mm-hmm. and you guys should definitely watch the Sandy mm-hmm. Hook commercial mm-hmm. uh, that they made. Oh, my because God. It, oh, is, yeah. it is super big. It'll be posted to our socials. Please check it out. Uh, but speaking of someone that is out there inspiring the children. Wait, before we get to them. I just want to bring this up about uh, so we're talking about guns and stuff. Every uh, when I was home in Texas, someone on Snapchat at a school like mm, that's like 25 minutes from where I went to high school mm-hmm. posted on their Snapchat a picture of a gun and said Littlefield High School, you're next. Yeah, <gasps> bitch. That is like why? What? Right, mm-hmm. and it's just even scary because it's just down the street. It's getting closer and closer to home, and it, mm-hmm. I don't like it. I mean, mm-hmm. Buffalo is right above our head. Yeah. I looked up there. Yeah. It's a little far, but yeah. But I mean, it's, it's <laughs> close enough. Like, I it's mean, we have... Close. I mean, regardless, yeah, like the... We have a friend shootings. named Sean yeah. who... We have a friend, Sean Craig. Shout out to Sean. He lived right around the corner from that top. He was born and raised in Buffalo. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was a five-minute walk from where he lived all of his life. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is close to home in the fact that it's getting more and more where we know people who were affected by this and who's affected by gun violence every day. But as I was saying, you know, we're excited for people that are out there inspiring the children every day. We're excited to talk to... Pride House LA coming up next. So fill up your glasses and stick around and we will be right back. Okay, guys, welcome back. So our next guest can be seen on TikTok with over 6 million likes as the iconic Pride House LA. With us today, we have founders and members, Molly Gray, Kent Boyd, and Jekka Jane. Yeah. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Cheers. 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 We are so happy to have you guys. Also, you guys are very, very stunning. The light is doing y'all like it's it not lie it's just their natural glow. that's true <laughs> no it's, it's a lighting it's like the lighting moisturizer <laughs> it's your moisturizer don't tell the kids the secret well tell me the secret because let me tell you something <laughs> i need a little something just to brighten it up so listen you guys we are in pride month we are in the first few days of it how are you guys feeling i mean i feel like again this is our first pride coming back after I mean, the global pandemic is still going on, make no mistake, but... Since we stopped caring about it. Apparently. This is is the first pride. Yeah. Yeah, it's been crazy. Like, it's only day two, and we've gone to a billion events, I feel like. We're, like, gone every night, wake up, we have something, and then, like, every day our publicist is like, hey, you got invited to a new thing. Hey, this, this, here's this deal. Here's this, you know, and also, like, we're very specific with researching brands that are, are... 
LGBTQ plus inclusive all year round. So it's just been- It's good to see who pops up. Yeah, so right. it's been a wild ride on only day two. So. But I'm still just trying to get past June 3rd because I feel Mercury in retrograde. I'm going crazy. <laughs> I Literally, I just had a flat tire getting here to yeah. these guys and like running in. It was, it's been crazy. Just like a lot of weird things. There's like a fire in NoHo that randomly just started happening. I'm like- That like never yeah. happens. Yeah. Like, like North Hot, like, there's like all buildings here. It's like strange, but like a so big when fire. the moon in Gemini, it's not like helping any of that Gemini is not helping <laughs> it's helping hopefully it'll turn you know it's like a sour patch kid but maybe we're doing sour <laughs> but maybe we're doing sour first and then it gets sweet because <laughs> I'm just like are you just bit. getting the yellow oh, sour patch yes you just gotta make it you just no one likes the yellow <laughs> I like the yellow you do love yellow that's why we love yeah, Jekka I do like the yellow <laughs> okay so what kind of events have y'all been going to like what yeah we were so just fun. at um pride eve which is the first ever like annual pride eve which i thought was so cool it's with invis tv and um basically like everyone always says you have a new year's party like a new year's eve party there's christmas eve but there's not a pride right. eve so we went to this thing it was gorgeous at poppies and um literally like they handed out all these confetti and then they did a countdown 10 yeah that nine. was amazing it was so, like nostalgic like, like everyone that was there wow. we were talking they're like no one will get to experience that like we did like the first pride eve yeah. and then it goes like 10 9, 8, and everyone goes happy pride yeah. and yeah. it was awesome. it was so, like I yeah it was just so felt awesome. like this was gonna happen forever now like yeah. there's always going to be a pride eve and i hope it gets bigger and bigger because why not have two new years right yeah. exactly Absolutely. yeah i mean and i wish new york would like consider that as well we were here when um it was made legal for gay marriage to happen and we went down uh to the famous stonewall as everyone knows and we celebrated in front of that and it was a night that i don't think i'll ever forget we'll probably be here yeah. when the supreme court reverses the as Brayden is very sad, guys. Let me just explain. Yeah. Brayden is very upset with the Supreme Court, as I, just I am. I fucking cannot. I'm so dying. Anyway, let's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's continue talking we, about we, you guys. So, <laughs> so Pride House, tell our viewers everything. Like, how did it get started? What is it? How do you know each other? What do you do? Tell us everything. Give us give us the download. The, yeah. The Disney 411, as they say. Yeah, I love it. I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. That is amazing. Okay, we'll put a pin in that and come back. Molly, tell the story, honey. Literally, <laughs> we've all known each other for over a decade, just different ways. Um, uh, Kent and I knew each other from So You Think You Can Dance. I did season six, he did season seven. Uh, then we shortly after did a Disney movie together, or a couple of Disney movies, and like I feel like Disney TV shows all the time. Yeah. And you can see it, right? And we also work professionally yeah. in the yeah. industry, teaching, yeah. like after, teaching before, jobs. and yeah, teaching. We were always a couple gigs. You know, we were just other. in the same circle, the same world. I mean, look at us. We literally look like <laughs> hello. Brothers yeah, I was gonna say, y'all brothers, y'all look just alike. And this was yeah. our cousins. It's literally like I always say, like Ken's like my twin brother. I don't have so. Yes. Oh, I love that. This is all then, in play when you guys had like first gotten together. Well, Jessica and I met Me in the Bay Area. Yeah. Okay. In two thousand nine. And then the year right like, before I met you. Hey, you're kind of cute. And no, then... tell the story. Their <laughs> oh, relationship is it was like we had, we had that meet cute where it's like the door swung open and we made eye contact and it was like slow-mo and there was <laughs> smoke started and sound was <laughs> drooling. I always tell people it like felt like forever, but it was probably like two seconds. We were probably just like <laughs> and then I told one of my turtle. Students, 
who's like my little sister, and I was like, hey, go give that girl my number, and then the rest is history. The rest is history. No. You wrote it down on a piece of paper? You know what? It was Hollywood Vibe. It was. It was no! Yeah, no! yeah, and that's where he works now. <laughs> that, wait, so listen. At a convention? Yeah, I was in the bay. Like my, with my, uh, like one of my old faculty. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, day, day. That's so, amazing. So, wait, that, so you met when we were still writing numbers on pieces of paper? Yeah, <laughs> I had a sidekick. I had PBO. Oh, okay, you were cool then. Yeah. No, that no, that was cool. I mean, now you have people when you meet them somewhere. They're like, "Do you have an Instagram?" And right. you're like, "What? Can you just get my number?" No. But people, yeah, it's personal. It's personal. People message on Instagram because I agree. I think you have the option to be like, "I'm not going to continue conversing." Well, you have to like stalk them and make sure that they're not. Weird. Serial killer. Yeah, yeah, it's proof. Yeah. Proof, uh, you know, you pictures say a thousand words. You also you want to see vibe. if they're like following you first because you're like, oh, you might. You know what? You write about right. that. I met this right. guy this week. You know what? It's not even important. <laughs> yeah. You've been friends for a decade. And then when did we decide to move into a house together? Well, the okay. Pandemic. So, yeah, during the pandemic, we re realized that like Team Beach Movie had a lot of traction on TikTok. So, we just had, we're very new to TikTok. Let's try and, you know, like up our following. So we did some Team Beach stuff. And then we realized that like, like having a house. I wasn't in Team Beach, so <laughs> it like. Yeah. But he yeah. will be in a Team Beach, Team Beach 55. <laughs> so we're coming back for your beach movie. I will come in. I can't be a team, but I'll be the beach because I'm. Oh yeah. my God. Yes. We'll be the aquatic. Surfer or biker. Would you be a surfer or biker though? Biker. Surfer. Oh, oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> so it was we. It was during the pandemic, and we saw that like having a house was like, like the cool thing. So we were like, let's start a house. And I was like, what do we all have? We can't be like the Team Beach movie house because that's weird. And <laughs> we then, knew right away we were homo. Yeah, we're so like on. we're all queer. Yeah, we're all queer. We all, so and our, yeah, and there's works. no. We didn't see any other queer house, so we said let's call it Pride House LA, and then. We accidentally outed JoJo Seal. We didn't know she was gay when she filmed the video <laughs> with us. Yeah, and then it movie. turned into Pride House LA. So that's it's how, been... that's how like the public knew she came out, right? Was because yeah, of, yeah. Started getting like a lot of people started captioning on Kent on the video that Kent posted. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, is this is this JoJo's coming out? And how we did were she like, feel about uh, it? I don't think so. But how did she, she feel? Was happy about yeah, it. She was I, like, and I she took it into her, her own hands. Yeah. Though, after she didn't. You know what I mean? Like people were just speculating, and it was definitely yeah. Molly. There, Molly's been homies with JoJo since she was like five. Yeah, she's a baby. And so she was like, "Hey, do you want us to take this down? Because it is kind of blowing up, and like, you know, we don't know." And so we really gave her that opportunity to be like, "Hey, you know, like they're speculating. Either you can run with this and and open this portal up that feels so hidden and." see what it feels like exposed and molly's always kind of been that role model for jojo so i think it just kind of made sense for her to just kind of push her gradually because it was just happening and that's how i think we want to be that safe drag mom yes oh my gosh that's amazing right we actually we were just at her celebrating her birthday and she did it at hamburger mary's and it was a big drag queen show is amazing but yeah it was yeah it was pretty cool and like when we had messaged her she was like Oh no, I am. I have a girlfriend, and we were like, "What?" She's like, I was trying to tell you all day, and I didn't know how to say it. And she was like waiting for a moment for it to like come up naturally, but like you just don't be like, hey, "I have a girlfriend." And I remember actually when we were at her house, she was talking about her human, and then would use like she/her pronouns, and I was like, "Is she trying? Is she trying to say something?" But I was like, "No." She would just tell me. She'd be like, "Hey, I'm. You got a girlfriend. Like that's just how we are." And then it, it ended up being 
this whole thing. So we're gonna yeah. recreate that video this month. So be on the say your um TikTok as you were right, there were some other houses around. Obviously there was no LGBTQ houses and you know I was very looking into them and you you guys have stayed very honest to who you are. You stayed very true and you created a safe space to be completely honest. I mean I've seen and heard about the drama from the other houses and not to bring them into it. But yeah. you guys have really continued to stay true to your honest mission statement, which is creating a safe space for queer people. And I just want to thank you guys for that because people like Jojo feel so comfortable mm -hmm. being able to say, oh, I can be me and and this is fine. So thank you guys for that because I think that's amazing. Where does that come from? I think that I think our mission statement will always be that. I think that's yeah. just us. We are teachers. Like yeah. I come from a group of a family of teachers. Yeah. You're a teacher. Jekka's a teacher. So we definitely know this idea of learning. And and I think you learn best when you listen and when you listen to people that have experience. And I think it's just we've had some really interesting experience in the industry, in the life, in the world that we've kind of had separately. And now together we're just joining forces and learning even more and i think we will just become more people that just push out confidence and love and eliminate uh i want to eliminate a lot of just just feeling like bad about myself like when that doesn't or shame like let's just try to work on re removing some of that and i think also too, tell like supreme court that yeah. Sorry. Um, so how does it feel to be <laughs> He hates the Supreme Court? We'll get to that. Well, I, oh yeah. Let's just yeah, right. ask the question. How do you guys feel on the Supreme Court feeling like they might be rolling back some of the protections against LGBTQ people? Scary. It literally okay, so I've been I'm a pretty emotional person. Between everything that's going on in the Supreme Court, all these shootings, like I've been a disaster. I'll cry. And Mercury, I, like, it's Mercury. Yeah, like bro. I just can't like one more day gather like what is what is going on. And I just think it's so crazy that human rights have become a political platform. Like okay. it doesn't make sense to me that like I don't care. Like why do we all have to? listen to you and your one book when it's very acknowledged that there's other religions there's no religion there's you know people who believe in god people who, like we don't all have to listen to this one thing and also i'm like can we freaking rewrite the constitution because it was way too long ago it had no women's rights it like like it it's so insane to me let's look at our neighbors canada let's look yeah. like let's look around yes. they're really um they're redoing their their gun law yeah right no now. handguns yeah yeah, yeah. Like, or like, five, like, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, another that shooting yesterday, like, holy shit, come on. I mean, on. we're at this point not even hearing about some shootings. Um, So, that was actually the funeral the other day for the Garcias, um, the teacher who was murdered in the Uvalde shooting, as well as her husband who passed away a few days later visiting her memorial. So, they were having their funeral yesterday. At the same time as their funeral, there were three shootings, and I see the media made someone um, from NBC actually reported, they said, we didn't know which one to report on the most at the Isn't same time terrible? they say because which one was the deadliest and that's what they chose to go with which one was the deadliest and i think that we've just became so desensitized to like the shooting it's like you hear about a shooting it's like okay and then you do like you said molly you have those shootings that obviously stand out a little bit more and affect you not to put any weight on it because you know you have the the buffalo shooting where you see these elderly black people being gunned down you have the pulse shooting that, sh that happened and then you see uvalde where you're seeing children after sandy hook we like we'll never see something like that again because we learned right and we, we don't we see 
um, one of our co-hosts, Adam, um, he was home a week ago and one of the schools in his area got a threat and it was like, he's from Texas, he's West from Texas, Texas, West Texas. And one of the schools in his area got a threat on Snapchat and was like, um, they showed a picture of a gun and they were like, you're next to that school. And so what the school did, because Texas loves their guns, they just canceled school for the rest of the day and didn't let the kids come back the rest of the, the year, actually. So it's interesting is they'll choose to do that. And, you know, I think that- That's what how they we handle it. Interesting. Yeah. It, it's crazy. But yet they were mad because of all of the school at home yeah. during the pandemic. Yeah. Right. I can't. I can't. Yeah, they just showed me today the, um, the Sandy Hook uh, students made a back to school commercial. Have you guys seen yes, it? Yes, I, I did I see, see it. That. I, I was like, it was crazy when they were like, this backpack is great for this. And they were like, this sweater is good. And she was tying the door. And the guy and was like, look at my new skateboard. And she's like, I haven't seen it. There's like a shooter coming and she goes, these scissors really come in handy in high school. Like it's, <gasps> it's insane. And the, and the way it ended, um, please guys go check it out. We're actually going to sh uh, share it on our social medias um, after the interview. Please look at it because at the very end, this girl is in the bathroom with her phone and she's just like, I love to finally got my new phone I've been asking for. And she's like texting her mom. She's like, I love you. And tears are strolling. She hears a shooter come in the bathroom and it cuts to black. And it is, it is honestly the best kind of it's so chill, but you. But what's crazy is you go under it and you see those people who have an American flag in their profile picture. Let's just face it. And you, you see them saying like, "Oh, this is propaganda. This is woke culture." They're still saying to this day that those were actors with the Sandy Hook and that it was not real. Same thing with Parkland. Same oh, thing. Serious. Somebody else got from that. It's I got in an argument one time well, at the airport. Um, uh, it was right after everything happened in the Capitol. And she was like, you know, I was there, right? Because she like entered herself in our conversation. And I was like, oh, you were there? And she was like, yeah. And everything on social media, everything in the media is fake. And I go, no, but like, I, no, like they definitely like rushed the building. And she was like, it's all green screen. That's what they want you to believe. It's all green screen. Green and I was like, green. But they believe that, Molly. Like, they believe have, it, and I was like, but you were there. There's not a green screen <laughs> that big. I don't get that. Like, <laughs> she had not seen that one theory where they were saying, you know, um, Biden was is walking up to the airplane and he trips. Oh, yeah. yeah. On TikTok saying that that's Jim Carrey. Oh, my pretending God. To pretending be, to be Joe Biden. And it's tripping. his biggest and performance. And it's an SNL skit. Yeah, it's his biggest performance. <laughs> and that Joe Biden has been dead this entire time. He's like a robot Oh, my gosh. Flat they, it, it's it's like, crazy. Maybe that's why Jim Carrey is not doing any movies right now. He's literally, he's the president right now, <laughs> apparently. It's, that's it's, why. To me, it's just wild that they will come up with an excuse for everything, but they have no problem policing women's bodies. So my vote is, if you are going to have women arrested for abortions or having miscarriages, because let's be honest, that is something that they're entering as well. Mm -hmm. Let's now have people arrested for having this handgun. If you listen, we're not, we won't take your guns. Let's just stop producing bullets for AR-15s because at the end of the day, AR-15s are guns designed for murder. That is right. Well, they're, they war, they, they're war they, weapons. They're war weapons. Yeah. They destroy bodies. And what people have to understand is in Uvalde specifically, why parents were in the building getting DNA swabs is because the bodies were unrecognizable. They were blown to bits. Let's okay. be completely honest. No, we have to say it because I don't think that people who love their guns and the AR-15 and that so much understand that that's what was going on. And I yeah. think- And even like, 
yesterday in the Tulsa they one. They don't need those. The one, the the Tulsa one yesterday. The shooter went and bought his um, AR-15 one hour before he oh. did the shooting, and he went to go like kill his doctor for like not giving him enough pain meds, and then like then just decided to go. The whole one system hour is before. so corrupt. Like I'm thinking about the guy who's selling the gun. I'm like, yeah. what are you think? The whole chain is really scary to me, and that's why I agree with what Canada's doing. With it's just like I think they can only do like five rounds. Like you, we shouldn't have. Okay, like if you want to keep your guns for whatever you want to do or the game you want to do like sure i guess we'll get to that eventually let's just start with humans you yeah. shouldn't have a gun that can repeated repeatedly shoot off 40 times in a second because then no. you're it's like that is we're what are we trying to do here yeah I, I, I mean you can't even hunt with those guns because you're not going to have food because the food's going to be in different places but right. moving from that um i want to go into uh, another <laughs> wow we are going there today <laughs> we did that like, we have pride in both of our names so double pride is like double, double pride extinct. and they're going to catch it and they're going to definitely say one of us is going to run for office <laughs> you you, you. Okay. <laughs> we, we, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Okay. I don't know. Ah, you know more about first lady. If so, I will have to be the press secretary because I'm going to have to reel him in. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll make my announcement on your TikTok. I'll make my announcement on your TikTok, and then we Perfect. will change the country. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. One dance at a time. Um, <laughs> no, so, guys, there is something, obviously, very different in L.A. this year that I kind of want your opinion on and to talk about. So there is Pride L.A., which is L.A. Pride, which is, you know, obviously the L.A. Pride that's been going on for years, and there's now WeHo Pride. Are you involved with either one of those organizations, and what do you think about the splitting of the Pride? Do you feel like it's going to be, like, split people off and people aren't going to go to one or the other? How do you feel? Yes, I am involved in one, and I'm going on social media right now oh, because <laughs> I'm so confused with the names as well. I'm performing with a friend of mine who's mm -hmm. debuting at the uh, Christina Aguilera Anita Festival, which I think is it's the 10th through the 12th. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that's in WeHo. Yes, in WeHo. That, well, no, that's the LA part. So the LA part. I got some tea. So, but I'm going to give you to it. I'm going to give it to you on camera and I'll give you some off camera tea. So, the on camera <laughs> tea that I'll give you is so we had been involved with LA Pride uh, for years. Um, and then the reverence. I am being reverent. Okay. I said I'm going to give them a right? Okay, okay. So the on-camera team, we were um, so happy to be involved with LA Pride for years. Um, this year, it seems like it's going to be a little bit more corporate in that direction. Um, so that one, that's why a lot of people seems like they wanted to create WeHo Pride to still have that um, organic type of pride, one that's more of an independent uh, type of pride. So that's what it seemed like is going on. But there seemed to yeah. be a bit of a battle back and forth regarding the talent. So that's what I've been hearing and, and seeing also on Twitter and in social media. Yeah, I was kind of like, I didn't even like kind of make the connection when I was reading all about that or like some events we're doing versus I had always just figured like pride has always been in WeHo. I, it didn't make sense to me like, you know, whatever. But yeah, it has definitely ironically feels a little bit more rainbow washed essentially when you start putting a little bit more corporate money on and separating exactly what the community is celebrating like why are you separating that and creating a division that's my take on it um but i'm also like willing to just do anything to get our community together sure. especially after I agree everything with that that's message. Like, but then i also think like if it does become more corporate then maybe it becomes more child appropriate or for I even younger like family like strollers can go there. <laughs> and then WeHo is uh, an older, naked older people, yeah, yeah, yeah freedom. People. <laughs> people with more developed brains, even though they're going to be fried. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Right, 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 right. I can't even. 
<laughs> Last that. time I was at LA Pride, it was woof. It was those yeah. you had LA Pride. Yeah, those days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rubbing right. together and things were like crazy. Uh, so you guys have been featured in Out magazines as the Out 100 list. Congratulations on that! Super Thanks. exciting. Um, yeah. How did it feel to get that recognition? I think when we got the call from our publicist, we were shocked. We were like, I mean, no we're way. very new. Pride, but we've all been around for a while, but Pride House as a whole is like, you know, you're, you're seeing everyone who was in that category and we're just like, well, we, you know, I think it's because we are so much for the youth yeah. rather than um, not just older people. Like I love obviously the older generation and that, but our target is so youth generated and there's so much attack on queer youth right now that that's what made us create so much kind of like warmth and that safe space you were talking about and got us recognized so i think that we really realized our our impact and our power in creating change in that moment because we were like whoa we were included in this huge list of queer icons that have been doing this out and proud for like tens and 20 of years and here we are like one year in and um i think yeah it was all it's of us were just kind of like whoa that's yeah. so cool yeah well, continue on how you feel about being so successful, being so young, and being an advocate for LGBTQ youth. Like, so oh, that's yeah. iconic. How, how does Maybe. it feel? You wake up and you're like, oh, I'm an icon today. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> people ask us that quite a lot. I think that's why we're laughing because it's like, you know, like, when you're, like, <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, define young. Yeah. Because I think too, we look very young too. Like, but we're not as young as I'm young. I mean, I'm I don't young. Know I don't know that. You're younger than us, which means you're young. Are we? I, okay, how old are you guys? We can do this on air? I'm gonna <laughs> give you hand, hand signals. <laughs> I mean, they can see the video, bro. Do Morris code. Actually, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I am 34 years young. 34. What? 34. We've I'm, got you beat. We got you beat. How much time? <laughs> well, I do. I'm 35. I'm 31. Oh, I'm 20. <laughs> you're not. I'm proud. We're, I'm like, we're I feel older. Like 30s have been like literally the best. Yeah. Time, like it's been the best time I've had. Yeah, you get smarter. I had a I feel psychic. like it's like my 20s, but I'm doing it with more knowledge yes. and experience. More you know, wisdom. Yeah. I had a psychic tell me when I was 18 that my most crucial year is going to be when I'm 30. And like, it was <gasps> that psychic was right. Literally predicted like, some stuff I was gonna be involved with certain contracts. Like, it was insane, and then thirty. But I think like the <laughs> then thirty, yeah. and then I was thirty, and then that's when we did Pride House, and that's when and I was always told your calling like, came. In. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, like I was told to be involved with youth and everything. So when people ask us, and that's a very frequent question, like how does it feel like being kind of an advocate or like an icon for these queer youth? It just seems like the only answer is it's just what we're meant to be doing yeah. like we're supposed to like be we, with we've been we, we've done it and we did it and we've seen it and we've experienced it and we know and we know like how to like help and like you know all that stuff all that yeah. stuff so it's like that's why I'm like, we're creating people that we didn't have growing up yeah and, 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 and being visible that's really all it is it's just like it's cool to know that us existing and being advocates is creating such a you know a positive change but we're just we're just living, we're just mm -hmm. being ourselves. And, you know? and like, we love our queer family, but like what we also love is our dance family. Like yeah. we really <laughs> do love people who express through movement and who want to continue 
you know, like we're around dancers 24 seven. So these yeah. people, we're really working with them and they're very magical, powerful people. And, you know, you just give them the right bit of encouragement and something locks in and they just fucking soar. And the queer community is very big in the dance community. So <laughs> yeah. I think awesome. that's naturally why we are kind of, you know, kind of that way, but yeah. Well, yeah. I have an actual, um, a, a, a very interesting question to ask both you, Kent and Molly. So after playing the iconic roles, speaking of iconic, of Rascal and Giggles in the Teen Beach movies, I do want to ask, how do you feel about Disney's position mm. originally? You know it's coming. Uh, about, you know, the anti-gay and all of that, you know, that was signed in and the money they put toward that. Do you feel like they made the decision better by coming out and saying we stand with our LGBTQ community? And what do you think Disney is doing besides having Raven Simone? Yeah. Who is an icon, living legend who can take a whole Everything. victory? <laughs> I, I yeah. fuck it. I, Pretend in that, cause I love Raven. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about this decision? Do you feel like it's getting better to represent the LGBT? I personally was really fucking hurt when that happened because Disney hires Pride House for a lot, and so we are Disney's kind of queer representation. Yeah. Um, and it's not everyone behind the scenes. That's what's hardest because we work with a lot of people behind the scenes who are queer and advocates, and we're so the same as us. yeah, literally right. mortified to find out that information. So I do think that like the kind of protest that was in within Disney, how they kind of made a stand with all their queer and allies, really did help. I do think. I don't know if necessarily we changed the minds of the higher ups, but we just let them know that we're here and like we can make change because look, you had to change or Disney would be canceled type thing. Um, and Disney owns a lot of businesses, right? Oh, so um, if they want to continue and show inclusivity, not only do you have to have that within your child's, you know, your Disney programs, but you have to have that in your Marvel and all of that. And that goes from the color of your skin, the, the size of your body and the way that you identify. So um, to me, I thought it was finally um, somebody spoke out about it. And I don't know if we indefinitely changed their mind, but I'm glad that it was brought to everyone's attention. So they knew the weight that the queer community holds. Yeah, absolutely. But one thing I wanted to also ask Jekka a separate question. So, you know, switching from that, because that was a really good answer about Disney, and I, I really do hope that they make the right decisions moving forward. So you did an amazing op-ed with The Advocate. Um, talk to our listeners really quick about why that was so important for you to do that and, and how you felt when you did it. Uh, it there was just a moment um, when I was doing a lot of uh, before coming out, I was doing a lot of dancing jobs and there wasn't really a place for somebody who looked like me, uh, yeah. like pre I was, it was for me, it was pre-transition. So there wasn't a lot of places for someone who was very masculine, feminine. And then I feel like uh, at the time it was like, okay, I could see a lot of feminine gay men booking jobs, but there wasn't a lot of like masculine women booking female, yeah. like female jobs, you know? Yeah. And it was super at the time, like really like confusing for me, just like as like a person. Yeah. Even though, like, deep down knowing, like, I wasn't, like, female inside. And then so after coming out, it almost seemed like once I started living my truth, like, and, like, just kind of, like, shining my own, like, my own light, like, more stuff, like, started coming, like, to me. So, it was, like, I was able to just be more open about it and speak more positively about, like, just myself, which I didn't, I wasn't able to do for, like, a long time. And, and um, I, um, 
I always say like I, I booked this job with this TV show called Transparent and it, I always say like it was like my safety net because it was right when I had first come out I hadn't really spoke to even my wife about it it was just like me trying to like understand what was going on inside and it was like for me it was like this like safety net where I was able to go to work every day and work with everybody on the on the cast um, identifies in the LGBTQ community the producers the cat like the grit people literally everybody there so it was nice to just go and be like hi I'm Jekka I use he him pronouns I am male, like, and just be able to say all this stuff and get comfortable just, like, saying, like, because, I mean, for, I'm, I'm 35, right? And so it's, like, for 32 years, I was having to just hide myself. So it was nice to just, I would say it was, like, transparent was, like, my safety net. And, and it's just, I don't know. And then being able to obviously speak on that and, you know, on a, on a, a broader platform like The Advocate, and I was just thought it was nice that they were able to do that for me, too, to, like, well, I know that all of you and, and what you did, Jekka, has definitely inspired people. Like I went and I saw some of the comments and I think that that was incredibly brave. Um, I think you guys are incredibly brave. You came at a time when I think the world needed a little bit more love, a little bit more healing and a lot and more moving rainbow. forward too. Yeah, yeah. moving forward. So we here at Pride, the podcast, really appreciate everything that you guys have done and continue to do uh, for the queer community. And but before we let you go, because um, this has been amazing, but before we let you go, what is next? What's on the next docket for, for Pride House LA? Ooh, so much. So many yeah. things. Give us the Give it to us. <laughs> We're going to announce something pretty major soon. We My running for office. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, we actually have two really big things that are coming up. Um, you'll probably find out about one of them soon and then another one a little bit later. But... <laughs> We can't talk about it, but it's going to be, <laughs> it's, it's going to, yeah, but it's going to um, bring the message to such a bigger platform. It's going to um, change, hopefully, people's um, interpretation of the queer community who don't get to experience us queer people a lot. Yeah. Um, so we're going to definitely make a little ruckus and um, yeah. just broadening the platform of what we already do on TikTok. I'm excited for that, and that is going to be um, really fun. I think I we, we can definitely, we'll talk off camera. How about that? Um, so, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Please go follow Molly Gray at Molly Gray on Instagram. That's M-O-L-L-E-E-G-R-A-Y. You can also follow Kent Boyd at K-E-N-T underscore Boyd, B-O-Y-D on Instagram, and Jekka Jane, J. E-K-A-J-A-N-E on Instagram. And also, most importantly, follow Pride House LA on Instagram and on TikTok. Amazing. We're so happy to have you guys on. Thank you so much. Thank and you please so come back much. and play soon. Yes. Would yes. love to. This was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for the champagne. Yeah. Happy Pride, guys. I'm empty. We'll have to talk soon, definitely. And the in the towing company's calling. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye. I absolutely loved Pride House LA, and I can't believe they had literally have an authentic connection to JoJo Siwa. That was awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. That is so cool. So it's like, uh, what is it, seven degrees of separation? Of Not even negative. seven. It's a it's direct degree. Right. Right. Um, One degree. Yeah, so um, Molly Gray, like, she is 
connected with uh, JoJo. Like she's basically Brayden called her on an interview. Uh, her drag mom. Mm-hmm. Like she she mm-hmm. like she's been so close to her. She said she's known JoJo since she was five years old. Like she was a child. So. Yeah. Dance moms. Yeah. 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 So Ooh, it's very interesting. Right. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm really excited to see. You know, we've seen so many of those girls. Um, you know, obviously Maddie the most, uh, but we've also seen Nia Sue. We've seen now JoJo Siwa. We've seen mm-hmm. a lot of them like going out and venturing out and creating identities outside of that show. So that's mm-hmm. cool. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to announce mm-hmm. that I will be announcing mm-hmm. my campaign for office on Pride House LA's TikTok. Okay. So okay. Have fully endorsed We haven't. You can speak to my press secretary, Darrell. He's not caught mm. up to speed yet. We'll get. We'll get. We'll, we'll get him there. He does um, look lost. Not, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, you know those moments when um, the most recent president. You know those those moments when the most recent president would sit there and start talking and then pretend like everybody knew what we were talking about. Like, <laughs> Everybody's looking at him like, like I didn't tell you to say shit. <laughs> so um, I said that I would serve as his press secretary yeah. because he needs someone to speak for him and mm-hmm. to like tell right, the but, truth. But so in this case, he doesn't know what he's going to say until I tell him, and I haven't mm-hmm. told him yet. I will. Mm-hmm. Um, so just. Please, please pause on questions for now. Sure. <laughs> right, right, right. So sorry to bother. Well, so, well, congratulations. Thank you so yes. much. Yeah, we hope you have a great run. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. It's going to be a very quick run. It's going to be a quick run. It's going to be an out of breath run. It's going to be a quick run to the winning circle because I'm going to win and putting all the Republicans out of all. I'm going to run for every. <clears throat> I'm gonna run for every Republican seat ever. Oh, okay. Just like just me. at the like, same time. Yeah, I'm gonna like ha- I'm okay. gonna be like a citizen of Iowa, of Florida, mm-hmm. of Nevada. Like I'm gonna just be all the citizens. And I'm gonna run for all the open seats. Good luck. Let's Good see luck. which one. Well, see hopefully, which one hopefully you spread been, all that. Because Madison Cawthorn is that his name? Yeah, he, he North lost Carolina. His seat. He did. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, he did lose a seat. Uh, and a lot of people are saying, you know, his, the video that came out of him humping his I think, cousin. His cousin and they were doing like a gay I don't I'm know sorry, what? It's, a it's, it's a weird I video it's a weird video I watched it a few times he jumped <laughs> across the bed which I don't he like well I didn't see any of that I, I saw him just humping something he, he was in the bed so it was just for those who video. don't know Madison Cawthorn he, he is in a, a wheelchair he is um, disabled. disabled so when the video he jumps I don't know what's going on his, his upper strength it's just, you can still move. No, but people should see the video. I understand people because I know how disability works, but I think that's why a lot of people also were very confused about the video because mm-hmm. of what was going on and, and how he did. Like, it, they were just like, what? So there's a whole other set of questions that's been opened up, I guess is what I'm trying to tell everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. All I saw was him just humping something. And, and it, was, were, his like, it was his cousin? Apparently, yeah, people were saying his guy cousin. Just, like male cousin. I don't he know. That, so they were doing typically what we've all four on this podcast have experienced and seen in Texas. Everybody, okay. <laughs> I did everybody understand that everybody on the show. Our eyes got wide. Ashley and Bray's eyes got big. Adam's narrowed. So <laughs> take that to mean what it means. Because I was about to say, what is he about to say? When you, <laughs> right. Adam was angry, but y'all like, what? So everybody's terrified. No, but you would see from um, straight men in the home of Texas, they would be make jokes with each other where like oh we're both straight we're gonna hump each other or, like grab each other's balls or like do something overtly gay and use the term 
no homo. Mm -hmm. That's what was happening. Locker room talk? Yeah. Exactly. They were doing that kind of thing. Grab assing, exactly. I don't know if it was some grab ass. I'm pretty sure it was he wanted to grab ass. Yes. Um, Of course. Yeah. It's not not like fun. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. I do have a legal note. Madison Cardone has declined and denied all issues of being sexual with his cousin in a video that was released on TikTok. Now, imagine if he was a woman and got pregnant. What would we do? Make her have it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. he lost um, because he came out and was like, yeah, the, I keep getting invited to this like cocaine-laden Well, that's orgies. what started it. Then he went to the goddamn airport with a loaded gun. For the second yeah. time. security. For a second said, time. <laughs> right. They're so... So anyway, the Republican Party was like, this dumbass, let's get rid of him. And they did. They did just that. And you haven't heard from him since. Thank Good. God. They kind of did. He kept just talking out his fucking neck. They kind of did him like Hopper on... Stranger Things. <laughs> Stranger Things and sent him off. Stranger Things. Stranger Danger. It's so good. It's really good. It's really good. Are we I, still talking about politics or... No, we're transitioning. We're transitioning. We're transitioning. Oh, Stranger Things. Stranger, Stranger Things. The show. I thought we were still talking about Stranger oh, well, Things. And I both mean, apply. That's, that's right, both. Right, right, right. Well, because well, we know, are living I, in the upside down. We are living <laughs> in the upside down. We are. Well, I, just moving forward, as I said in the first segment, I am going to start being the star Jones of the show. And as the writer at when the table... When are you going to lose uh, Wait, what? As, oh, as, as the writer at the table, um, I will say that this is the best written season that we've seen mm-hmm. since the first season. Well, was, they had three years. Right, but I right. think the pandemic helped them. Like, this was yeah. told in a way... I think raising the stakes and put it like separating characters and they all have to like come back together. Spoiler alert from this point, please turn off the podcast if you don't want to continue listening. We will be talking don't about... Turn, don't turn it off because we need the listeners. Just um, <laughs> um, Okay, stay on. Just but, uh, just forget what we're about to say. Right. Let's stay here. Stay we're here. not going to be talking about spoilers for the show. The producers told me I need to do that moving forward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which producers? Mm-hmm. Fire uh, well, for ourselves. <laughs> um, Dale. Uh, what were we saying? Stranger Things yes. is the most, this is the best. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. He is not Vecna. He's the stranger. Even no, he though is, he looks like one. him. He's one. He looks like He's that. literally, yeah. he's number one. He's number one. He's, so he's mm. a mind player. He's number one. Mm. I just Oh my God, all... the mind player was yeah. Trump because he was messing he with people's minds. Uh-huh. the main one. The j- first general was, was it Mitch McConnell? Was Mitch McConnell. And mm-hmm. then, no, it was actually... And then... Uh, and then the other person was... Uh, Lady, no, Mike what's his Pence. name? Ladybug Johnson? Mm-hmm. No, Mike Pence, I was going to say. <laughs> Lady G- Ladybug Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's his name? Lady, Lady B. No, Lady, Lady G. G. Lady G. Oh, <laughs> you know them freckles? No. No. <laughs> I hate him. Anyway, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. That's what I was talking about. It was really Hopper. good. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. What was one of your favorite things from this newest season? Mm. Um, hmm. I'll go first. Oh, oh wow. Okay. I really enjoyed um, the story, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot more scary and mm-hmm. like horror. Like, the way it's shot. It's All the references. Really, the references. Like, but what I really loved is that they used Kate Bush's running up Yes. The and, and she is very happy. She's very happy. She said, ding, another one. Ding, another one. She called me. And Wait, she did. Tell me she's now talking about. The song, running up the hill. So the whole, Max's whole story of her having listened to the song. Yeah, the Kate Bush. Oh. Kate Bush song. Right. Anyway, it's now it's number one on the, on the, Word. the, on the yeah. charts. Um, but I will say that, that that song was already like thrown out into the public when it premiered on Pose. Yeah. Season one, mm-hmm. when 
um, what's his little name? It was Angel's Angel. character um, and Evan Peters' character. They were gonna mm. hook him mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight mm-hmm. cis white male from Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Running up that hill. Yeah. My, <laughs> my favorite thing is when after Elle was getting made fun of in the roller skating rink, she fucking took that roller skate and slammed it that, that Brayden. That's my favorite thing. That, I, I was thoroughly enjoyed it. it. it I, I was with there joy. So much joy. It. I looked, Darrell and I were watching, and I was like, that feels right. That feels right. That feels right. That was right. an appropriate response. Yeah, that was it my was. favorite ever. She said, Angela. Boom! <laughs> and, and, it was, and it was a heart. She said it with her whole chest. Angela. Yeah. Like, come here. Yeah, like, yeah she meant that. That was my favorite. Oh, well, one of my favorite moments was the whole Robert England scene, Victor Creel, yeah, Freddie references. Only had that one scene, right? Well, we're that's only halfway so far. That's uh, well, yeah, because there's gonna be two more episodes, and so maybe he might pop back. That's up. it. It's only two. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? In July, I thought we were gonna get like another but they're four. Very no, long. they're very long. Yeah, they're very long. So it's gonna feel care. more like four episodes probably. Uh, I guess. But yeah, I love that whole reference, the whole story, the way it was told, mm-hmm. like. It it's just like very good cinema. Yeah, cinema. I agree. Cinema. Sorrel, what was your favorite? Mm-hmm. So I really liked the way that they mixed up characters who wouldn't normally be together. Like mm-hmm. I loved the, the Dustin and the Robin and yeah. Nancy, like that mm-hmm. group of people, because I felt like the show needed to change some dynamics. You know, mm-hmm. you're Absolutely. finally you're finally getting to see a little bit more from Will. Um, as we know, there is speculation that Will Byers is gay in this season and have feelings for his friend Mike, played by Finn Wolfhard. I um. I have, I'm torn because I do feel like we've seen this several times as of late with different movies and different TV shows kind of gay-baiting our audience. Now, we understand that coming out is a process and everyone must come out in their due time, but with so much going on and so many rights and being taken away from the LGBTQ community and so many people being scared to come out, I think a show as popular as Stranger Things should kind of do the due diligence and have this character actually live in their truth. Now they kind of, Netflix kind of has the, which shame on you Netflix for canceling a lot of your, the most group, which is the LGBTQ group at Netflix that puts out the entertainment that, and Netflix Black, they, they got, they fired a lot of those people. Because they're so, not doing well right now. Right. But shame Netflix. on them because those are, yeah, but they're not mm-hmm. doing well, but you know. Um, so yeah, I think that they now, they now have their actors out saying, that oh well Will is whatever you want him to be and it's up to mm-hmm. audience interpretation yeah. and you know it's 2022 we don't need labels I agree I think that everyone yeah, should have their own label to be. I would yeah. like to right. hear from Will well right. the actor Noah Schnapp did come out and say that um, he, he co-signed with Netflix and put out that Will is whatever makes the audience feel comfortable well he co-signed mm-hmm. and Netflix is paying his right and I, mm-hmm. I just think that unfortunately there's clearly been an actor's you know director's choice to the actor Will is more feminized this season. He does a different walk. He behaves mm-hmm. a certain way. We're seeing parts of Will that, like, maybe we didn't see in the beginning. So I do have an issue with that, and I hope that they don't gay bait us in these last two episodes. Yeah. We see that. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Well, I was going to say, do you think that part of the choices that they are making is because it's set in the 80s and it's not as accepted well, or, you know, maybe they're trying to show... What it was like, feeling like. Yeah. So I agree with that. Ashley also brought up another good point the other day. Mm-hmm. I was saying that a lot of the people I've noticed in the show that are African American are very dark skinned black. And Ashley, what was the response you gave me? Yeah, I said, well, you have to think about the time period at this time, interracial like marriages and like oh, people openly hooking up that are interracial 
had only been around for maybe like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like before that, it was illegal. Mm-hmm. So like most people were more dark skinned and less like mixed and, you know, so it made sense that like the African-American people in the show at that time were mostly like more dark skinned. And I love that mm-hmm. because for far too often, I Busted. feel like um, it's always light skinned. That's always put in the forefront, mm-hmm. especially like in like Mexican soap mm-hmm. operas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all white as sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, well, you know, I don't see a, myself in mm-hmm. this. That was the problem that people felt about in the Heights coming out. They were I was just like, that. yeah, and I, I, I think that it's tough, right? Because people are people try to put it off, but we're trying to sell it. We're trying to get the eyeballs, and I know what's appealing to the eyeball eyeballs is white passing or mm-hmm. completely white um, that was the issue that happened with Scarlett Johansson in the movie that she was in that was supposed to be a um, Asian American character so it's it's interesting and I think that there's a lot of conversation that need to definitely continue around mm-hmm. it for mm-hmm. sure but yeah Stranger Things is great I think it's gonna be good um yeah, Nan- Argyle's a great addition. Argyle's a great addition. He's, <laughs> He's high so all the time. Funny. Nancy yeah. being named Nancy, facing Nancy. facing yeah. a She's character like Freddy Krueger. Nancy, uh-huh. can we talk about Nancy? And yeah. Nancy Drew. Yeah, hello. Mm-hmm. She did it for me this season. I yeah, love her. was just she took charge. She I gotta... believe the authority that she uh, was like exuding. Mm-hmm. She is CNN. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, like, we're going. She to was find getting the, the story. Also, yeah. Max really her like her character, her arc, yeah, her yeah. arc, her acting, like yeah, she did really well. Like she too. really like leaned into it. Well, mm-hmm. Sadie Sink is a fabulous actress. We saw a lot come from her in the Fear Street series on Netflix. If you haven't checked that out, mm-hmm. go look it up, guys. Because she has just continuously shown that she's someone. Looking at the poster this year, her and Elle um, have the same played by Millie Bobby Brown. They have the same. Well, so like you'll notice almost. during the press tour, Millie's nowhere, which yeah. is fine. She's yeah. over it, done, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Max is yeah. doing all the press. Yeah, yeah. she's because this it, is her she's season. This is it. This is her, her season. season. Yeah. And this is also, um, you know, Natalia Dwyer's who plays Nancy. Like there, this is we're seeing a lot of people in the actor um, Charlie Heaton who plays Jonathan Byers. He was saying he was like, listen, I want to take it like this is okay that I'm taking a step back because people are like how do you feel like they're barely showing you guys and he was just like I feel like we have such a big ensemble yeah and I've been he said I've been in the forefront he said everyone needs to get in he said and we have such a new group of brand new characters that are going to become a part of this world this isn't our last season Stranger Things is going to continue to season five so I'm excited. I'm excited. When did that happen? Because I'm pretty sure I I heard heard this was the last season. So the Duffer Brothers... This was the last season? Yeah. So the Duffer Brothers came out with a statement, um, the creators of the show, and they said that this is not the final season. They said this season is going to be broken into two. The last two episodes will be coming out in July. They are like two big movies, so all of their own. Um, And then they are going to come out with a fifth season. Now, I expect to see some cast changes in the fifth season. I expect some people to move on, which I think is okay, because we do have so many characters. Like, I love Robin's character. Found out she was Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. Oh, and shit. And was just like, bitch, you look just like your mama. Like, thinking about it. It's like, you look uh-huh. just like... So, like, there's so many new characters we're seeing, you know, a, a different with Steve this season. Like, we're seeing him, like, do something. So... I think that it's okay if some people leave. I mean, it's yeah. like, what happens to... We need it. If, if Eleven I'm leaves... I'm just not sure if I could have dove into the water to find Watergate. Well, I you can't swim. You no, would have. I can't I swim. Don't... In the nighttime, I'm not fucking with seaweed. I'm not diving that deep. It's a lake. 
I mean, exactly. Do you know how many dead bodies are in there? I was just like, how long can I actually hold my breath? Right. Like, I, I don't think I, I think I'm I would not, just drown. You know, Watergate will just, it'll just be there. I can't do anything about it. When I was like an avid swimmer back in the day, I, I think I could hold my breath for like about a minute and some change. No, no. And I was like, all right, that's pretty good. Because what we would do were drills of like diving down and like collecting rings and you know mm-hmm. shit like that Navy and then, seal over here and then well <laughs> and then you however many you brought up is you like how many points and whoever got many points got to like have a game what game were you playing this the was like game. this was like like um you know that ring game where they toss them into the pool they sink down and you have to go get them no because yeah. i don't swim because i can't why am i thinking yeah. about this <laughs> like this but this the was like <laughs> yeah like mm-hmm. gathering fifth rings. or sixth grade and it was like oh we, we got to go to swim class and that's what we did Mm. That's we nice. didn't have swim class. Know. We had a swamp out back of my school, so mm. that was sad. But something else I wanted to quickly bring up: um, the actress Moses Ingram from Star Wars has been getting a lot of hate. She is an African American woman um. who is um, in the new Star Wars series Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, Ewan McGregor has came out and he's been like, "Yo, that's some bullshit. Stop it. Yeah, y'all ain't real Star Wars fans if you're doing that." But how do you guys feel that lately we've been seeing a lot of hatred toward? people of color coming into these roles or people that the media then comes out and say they're woke we don't it's, it's, they're calling Star Wars woke now mm-hmm. you know the same things they did woke to John Pinocchio Boyega. Pinocchio like mm-hmm. yes Cynthia Erivo is I just think people have want something to complain about of course and if it's something that they feel is infringing upon them I'm not sure yeah. I understand the issue apparently because they they made a character black and Jimmy Cricket no, no. So well, that too. Those, those I guess that, but <laughs> but in Star Wars, in Star Wars, and also she's wearing like braids, like she right. has like kinky hair and stuff like that. And so, so I guess people, people are like fans. you know doing the, what they do, just like with Halle Bailey and um, the Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. And they're just like, why well, gotta be black? And it's just yeah. like, why not? And Cynthia <laughs> Revo is playing the Blue Fairy and the New Pinocchio with Tom Hanks, right? Ball headed. Right. It's not Jimmy Cricket. It's now the Blue Fairy. Is that, is that right? No, they're both there. They're, they're both. There. Yeah. They're all there. Yeah, because Jimmy, they're in the. Well, anyway, so <laughs> uh, Cynthia. Instead of having the long blonde hair that we saw from the Blue Fairy and the Disney, I mean, the Blue Fairy is she gives Pinocchio she's the life. One that yeah, she gives him life. Lying. Oh, yeah. just that. Yeah, okay. she's just blue, okay. and so so she could be black. Well, she comes in well, she's and white, like blue wake up, blue. little puppet or whatever, and then turns him alive, <laughs> and then at the end is like you showed great courage. And you stop. Okay, lying. now I'm ready. Right, 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 right. She's like, and you stop lying. So uh-huh. and now it's Cynthia Revo, and she a bald headed hoe. Bald headed. Bald head. A blonde head. A bald blonde head. Yeah. Blue dress and everything. So it's just like, it's the blue fairy, not the black fairy who's a blue fairy with blonde. Like, it's just, the, she's still blue. It's a fairy. Right. <laughs> to get point like, blank. come on. Just like with Ariel. It's and like, it's, it's a mermaid. Arivo. Like, don't we want to hear her sing? Uh, yeah, exactly. She's, she's already off to a good, good start with that. Like, I'm super excited. So before we go, Pride Month, let's talk about, real quick... <sighs> What we have planned, what we want to do. First of all, everyone out there, please stay tuned in to Pride the Podcast all month. We have some exciting guests coming up. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear some amazing things from a lot of these guests talking about their Pride experience, what they have going on this month. So we'll definitely keep you guys posted. But here at the table, what are you guys going to do for Pride Month? Adam A. Rios. Well, my boyfriend has never been to Pride, so I feel like... I should take him to the parade and, mm-hmm. you know, give him that whole experience. You think that's going to be a lot fun? Because, like, Pride Weekend is going to be 
why, the way we do Pride Weekend. And I'm, if you want to show him like a really good experience, you should do it the way we do it. So like, are you nervous about him being like, this is a lot? Because we ain't sleeping. Um, I mean, no. Because I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I no, you're really, just gonna wing it yeah like and I'm, just, I'm like, not you trying hit the parade. to yeah 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 we have brunch mm-hmm. so we're gonna do brunch we um, do go out on that night because it always falls on Travis actually this year I don't think it does because the third week in June I don't know uh, yeah well yeah we'll go out Saturday night die come back to life go to brunch <laughs> and then go to the parade and see what we happens might, we might just I go to know. gym bar by Brayden's house or like rebar I want to be here You'll be here that Saturday night. Oh, right. And, and that would be... I tell it to the airport. And that might be easier for you because Yikes. you'll be like, oh, it's walking this from a house so we can either go to Rebar or Gym Bar by your house. I don't like people... Like, gays are fine, but like... Pride is... <laughs> let me tell you something. No, let me tell you something. Pride is a lie. Like, gays are fine. Brayden's a liar. Brayden... Todd Bradley and I went out a couple of weekends ago. Shushka baby. <laughs> and you was in the middle of the floor. Shushka baby. He loves people. And gays especially. <laughs> no, there was not as many people as there are going to be at, uh, during like Pride weekend. Yeah. And this is kind of like the first like full on Pride back. Yeah, I'm going like, to We haven't done Pride since 2019. I'm going to take a Xanax and I'm staying inside. I watch it on I'll TV. see you Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I'll, okay. I'll see you Saturday okay. night. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a really good time. I'm excited to like go mm-hmm. in the club. Our, our producer and friend, Corey, he's never been to Pride, so we're going to have him in the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend of mine, Shaquan, he hasn't been to Pride, like, and our friend, Keandra. Like, there's so many people who haven't had that first Pride experience, and I'm like... I'm a little scared. We ain't done that in a while, <laughs> but I'm ready to fucking go. Let me get, let me, get me a good pair of shoes. Right, I'm ready to go. I need me a cute outfit. I need some. I need some really cute like, short shorts, really and not bright. those little white ones I wear mostly. Y'all know which ones I'm talking about. They're a little yellow in the back. Oh shoot! Oh <laughs> motherfucker! Not yellow. They ain't yeller. He yeah. talking shit. Oh yeller. Use dumb. Shoot. I throw those shorts out. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Special special shout out to Pride House LA. Thank you for joining us. This episode it was so much fun to kiki with them. They're yes, super booked pride. for Pride Month too, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, so right in, booked and blessed. So <laughs> right into Pride the series uh, at Pride the podcast. You can email us at pridetheseries at gmail. Right in with the snail mail. That would be great. I love snail mail. Oh, okay, well, Adam's know. address is... <laughs> Adam is 150 years old. I keep saying it. He's just he so is. old and tired. All time. Yeah, so if you um, have any questions or want us to talk about anything, email us at pridethepodcast at gmail.com. Pride yes. the series. Pride the series. Right, that's what I said. Right. And, but, and then you can DM, DM us on Instagram and Twitter. Wait, and Facebook at Pride the Series. <laughs> or you can... What else can you do? Oh, you, know, you, can, go, oh, no. you can go check us out on 2B TV. Because um, we were just featured on 2B TV. Yeah. We were just featured recently. Yeah. So you can go watch new... Not new. You can go watch... <laughs> Past episodes of Pride the Series season one and two yeah. on Tubi TV. Go on there and see how it all came together. How this podcast came together? Like we're all there. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> or if you don't, you go to uh, Amazon Prime and check us out there. Yeah. So anyway, guys, thank you again for joining us for another episode of Pride the Podcast. I'm yeah. Adam Andrew Rios, and I'm Mr. Brandon Bradley. I'm Ashley Mitchell, and I am Darrell Anthony. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Stay safe.